Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And today we are talking about Wes Craven. Spooky, scary movies. And probably slasher films in general, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, he's kind of the pioneer of that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's it's interesting because when he was coming into play in the the 70s, uh, before that there was a board and you had certain things that you had to get approved by the board and you couldn't do certain things. Like you couldn't have two people sleeping in the same bed. Mm -hmm. You couldn't have, you know, you had to be careful on how much blood or how much whatever. And that stuff started to go away. And so that's when he came into play and was like, all right, if we're going to do this, let's go, let's go big. And some of this stuff is really, especially his early stuff is pretty disturbing because yeah. they were just so, like, Hey, let's uh-huh. just do all it's the just, things. Absolutely. We're just going to yeah. do everything. And throw it all went, in there. Oh wait, maybe we went too far. <laughs> well, and I, I have to admit it. And a lot of my friends, especially here in Utah are huge horror film fans. They're slasher Utah fans. Is a big They're Wes Craven fans. Um, and which I, I respect Wes Craven. I respect the horror film for what it is. I'm just a wuss. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just easily scared. I love um, to watch suspense things. You know, I've seen Poltergeist. I've seen you know where where there you kind of are in the middle of the horror slash suspense. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But they scare me. Mm-hmm. So like well, I just you you had to watch Moana. Yes, after. I went to see Halloween, the new one, and then I had to go home and watch Moana one and a half times before I could go to sleep. And I slept with a giant stuffed giraffe and I am not afraid of saying it. I'm, I'm fine with it. There's no shame there. I am just, I'm a wuss. Okay. okay. So I don't go to haunted houses. I don't go do like all my friends are like, Hey, we should go ghost hunting. And I'm like, Hey, why don't I go poke myself in the eye instead? Like that's (laughs) what I would rather do than do any of that. So aggravate some spirits, shall we? No, I don't want, they'll follow me home. That's true. For some reason, I attract weird things, and they just stay with me like you two have. And I just, they don't. That, I mean, that's sometimes a solid I point. like it, I sometimes I like that. it, and sometimes I don't like it. With you guys, I mean, I like getting this stuff done. This is fun. But like a ghost just chilling while I'm trying to go to the bathroom is not my idea of a good time. I, yeah. yeah. We usually don't go in the bathroom no. with her. I don't I mean, it's I've in ever... my contract that I get to go by myself. <laughs> Well, and we're here at Watchtower, and they have separate bathrooms, and you have mm-hmm. a light side and a dark side. So whichever one you're in, we'll just... I, it's wherever I can pee first. I don't even care. <laughs> just like in Star Wars, I don't decide. I would like to go to both sides. Yeah. Some some days I'm dark, sure. some days I'm light. Sure. I brought my daughter into the one that's got a urinal in it, because one of them has a urinal. Right. One, but right. it's not men, women. Right. It's just... It's just yeah. And I think it was the first time she'd been in a boy's bathroom that oh, had no. a urinal. She's like, what is that? I'm like, that's... Yeah, boys go to the bathroom. It's, anyway, wrong talk. with you guys? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> not what we're here to talk about. Anywho, I mean, there's a lot of restroom scenes in horror films. I never True. understood. Like bathrooms scare me now. Like if you have a bathroom at your work where the light turns off, that's the oh, worst thing gosh, ever. Yes. How many horror films? Yeah. And yeah. you're sitting there, and then the light turns off, and then you hear the door open you're slowly, like, and then no. the feet. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. <laughs> well, and I think yeah. bathrooms, and they just get extra dark well, right because usually a bathroom yeah. doesn't have window doesn't have natural right. light and mm-hmm. so once that light right. goes horror out films have ruined you're, kind of, my life. you're kind of vulnerable too yeah i mean, I mean you're your pants one are of down. your more vulnerable sp- <laughs> yeah it, it is 
if somebody the comes in the bathroom, down. I'm not going to get away. I mean, I'm not going to get away probably anyway. I'm not very fast <laughs> regardless. But, you but just getting have up to, off the, you just have to be one guy. All you have to do is beat one person. Yeah. And you're okay. But if I'm in the bathroom by myself, I'm sunk. <laughs> it's not anyway. But I mean, I think that's like the horror film is like there's they're always in the bathroom by themselves in a place that they shouldn't be. Yep. They always run up the stairs and step out of the front door. One. Parking garages. Yes. That's, that's always been a horror trope. Yep. And they always do stuff, and you're like, why are you going down into <laughs> that, that dark way. basement I, by yourself? And why like, are you wearing a white T-shirt without a bra on? Like, why? I mean, I understand why. I was going to say, do you but want But I feel like horror films and diehard movies are exactly the same. Like, let's put her in a white T-shirt. Let's. She's never going to get dirty, no matter what nope. happens to her. Mm-mm. And she's going to run a lot without yep. a bra on. And it's wonderful. But I just... But but in a horror film, you know she's going to die. Right. Like, no. once she comes on and she's dressed in the white t-shirt and the no bra, you're like, mm-hmm. well, she's dead. So are they going to cut her head off? Or like, yeah, are they how, gonna how, how is she going to die? <laughs> how is it going to happen? It's um, like wearing a red shirt on Star Trek. I'm not she's a big dead. fan of the Geico commercials, but there's the one where they're like, let's okay. run into the haunted house. You know, and they're <laughs> yeah. like, silly, let's hide behind these chainsaws. And the girl goes, why don't we get in the car that's idling and just drive away? And they're like, oh, stop it. You know, I'm like, all right, that's pretty funny. But that's pretty but, much horror movie. <laughs> And a lot of that came Logic. from um, from Craven. He's a very interesting guy. He uh, he was a professor uh, early in his career and wanted to get into film and filmmaking. And um, he started in porn. That's sure. where he that's what? where he got his start. Yeah, he was a porn. He never said exactly what he did, um, but it is known <laughs> that he Googling worked on. <laughs> he did work on uh, Deep Throat. He did. Oh, okay. Um, okay. He worked on some other films too, but that's kind of where he got his his start. Um, I like this quote from him. He says, uh, talking about the horror genre, "You don't enter the theater and pay your money to be afraid. You enter the theater and pay your money to have the fears that are already in you when you go into a theater." dealt with and put into a narrative stories and narratives are one of the most powerful things in humanity they're devices for dealing with the chaotic danger of existence so he's not when you go to a rest a west craven film he's not trying to torture you it's more he's trying to help you he's, work through he's your exercising fears. those demons that are deep inside no. you already <laughs> that was freddy, freddy krueger did not live in my dreams. He yeah. does now. Yeah. Before but he was that, not there yeah. before. And can we talk about well, how amazing that character is? Oh, like whether you whether you know who Wes Craven is or not, whether mm-hmm. you've seen any of the films, you know who Freddy is. Right. You right. know what outfit he looks like. I mean, it's been in Halloween costumes For forever. Decades. Yeah. Yeah, anytime I see somebody wearing anything that remotely looks like a red and green striped sweater, you like, run the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? No, it was such an icon- iconic character for the 80s. I think it, I mean, I grew up knowing all about Freddy Krueger, never seeing any of the movies yeah. really, but everybody was familiar with him. And mm-hmm. what was amazing to me was that he had this iconic character, but really by the 90s, it starts feeling dated. Right. And he reinvents. The genre again mm-hmm. with Scream. Right. Oh my gosh, right. I, I have seen all the Scream movies. I just that first Scream movie. I don't know that they're all amazing, but right. that first Scream movie to me, I was like, okay, like for someone like me, yes, I was scared, right. but I also was laughing mm-hmm. my butt mm-hmm. off. 
Um, and it feels weird to do that. Like, wait, yeah. this is funny and, and scary. And then there's that new iconic <laughs> character that now right. everybody oh, wants Ghost to be. Face was and they had huge. to, like, there was a huge problem, like, the second time the movie came out because they were so afraid that all these crimes were had been committed That's with these right. masks. That's Remember right. that they had to put... Um, police at theaters mm-hmm. and all this mm-hmm. stuff, and they wouldn't let anybody come in with masks on. It was so much hype, crazy. But yeah. he's so great at creating these characters that we all are afraid of but want to be at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's because he does focus on there's this reality versus unreality in his films, and he really does kind of go to some of our deepest fears. I mean, when you wake up from a nightmare you're completely like you're so vulnerable. You're so it takes you a minute to get reoriented and to have this character that can then prey on you in your dreams. And if you die in your dreams, you're dead. That's, that's some pretty deep psychological stuff there that he's messing with. Has that ever been scientifically proven that if you die in your dreams, I don't think so, but But I remember hearing it because that's that's always what you hear. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh, if you die in your, that's why you always wake up at the last second. (laughs) Okay. Without pants on, like every time, like I don't know why nightmare without pants on at your high school is worse than Wes Craven. I think like me not knowing my locker combination without pants. And then I don't remember where my sixth period is. I don't know what my class is. I don't know how to get there, but I know I've missed like the last, seven so i gotta go <laughs> yeah but i have no pants so the, the forgotten locker combo that, oh that one gosh. hits me every once in a while and it's, it's why has nobody made that awful. movie that's horrifying <laughs> it, it, it's too close to home like <laughs> but it's it, it is interesting because when he started off um and he was doing these low budget horror films so he did the hills have eyes uh, um mm-hmm. the, which is an it's awful me. movie. But it's um, scary. It's, it's good, but it's awful. Um, it's good, just, but it's awful. Just because... I like, think that's just horror films in general. Well, yeah. But then... but the, <laughs> So then he goes on and does Last House on the Left. And, well, it's interesting because when he did The Hills Have Eyes, he did it as kind of just a... I want to get a gig. And it was a very low budget, like zero budget movie. And he made this for the exploitation crowd that was kind of this... Uh, underground need because of all these years of being not having this stuff on film. And when that movie came out, he thought it was just going to play to a few theaters in some scummy areas of New York and be done. And instead they launched this kind of nationwide campaign. And he, I think was raised Baptist and his family was furious with him for making, for making this movie. So anyway, so he goes on, he does Last Hill on the left, um, and then he tried to do another film, and it flopped. And then he tried to do, I can't remember which one it was. but Vampire it, in Brooklyn? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Deadly, Deadly Blessing. Um, but, uh, but then he We're tried to do... We're going to talk about it. Don't oh, even try to not he, talk about it. He, I don't know what you're talking about. He tried to do Swamp Thing. Or he did do Swamp Thing. He did do Swamp Thing. Yeah, he did. Thing. He did yeah. Swamp Thing, and that failed too. And he thought his career was over. Mm-hmm. And so then he started to write um, Nightmare on Elm Street. And luckily he had a producer that believed in him and kept fighting to get the money to produce it. And then finally when they did, then it went yeah. skyrocketing. But it's interesting to see how close he came to failure for a while. Yeah. Well, and, and I think, you know, you've got that same time. You've got Nightmare on Elm Street. You've got uh Halloween you've got mm-hmm. Friday the 13th all of these films start really kind of taking hold of 
I mean, it, the you, public consciousness. Yeah, yeah. And and you see the horror films always go kind of in these cycles, right? Mm-hmm. And what's popular, and that was definitely at that time what was hugely popular. And, yeah, and what people wanted to see. Well, it's interesting because horror kind of re rears itself when people are nervous about things or when people are afraid after nine 11, there was a huge surge in horror films, especially in like the torture films. That's where saw and hostile and those um, first saw movie ruined me. Mm. Yeah. Ruined me because they had so many things that could happen in real life. Right. I watched it finally at home by myself. My husband at the time was working nights. My daughter was like two and I watched it. And I, after seeing that movie is the reason why I removed all of the um, doors from my closets in every room in the house. And I slept with the light on for two weeks. Wow. That one really got you. Yeah. Because there could be someone in the, that's a real, that's a real fear for a woman Mm -hmm. is that there's somebody in a closet somewhere and your kid's just like, Oh, there's just somebody in the, what? (laughs) 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 No. So no more saw. No. Um, but I think there's kind of been a resurgence now because we are in kind of a volatile time politically, um, economically we're doing pretty well, but there's some undercurrents of some stuff that could be going wrong. So I, I think that that's kind of when horror kind of becomes more popular. Well, it's the mainstream horror. There are always, this is the thing is that the horror genre is the most um, lucrative film that you can make Absolutely. and it doesn't need to be good. So like, I want to be a filmmaker. I want to make a feature film. If I decided tomorrow, I wanted to pitch a horror film, I could get it made. Yeah, like I could find absolutely. someone that would give me the money and it wouldn't need to have stars and mm-hmm. it wouldn't need to be good because if you go to Netflix or Amazon or you go to Redbox, right. there's always going to be some B or C um, mm-hmm. horror film there. And people that love the genre, they don't care if it sucks. They're it's going new, to rent watch it, it. Yep. because the, it is one of the only genres that people just don't care. They're always going to watch it because they love the campiness. Right. They yep. love how bad it is, but how you know good it is at the same time. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be a filmmaker, get into horror films because yeah. you're going to make movies, you're going to make money. So it's like horror films are like the romance novels of it's porn you're always going to make money yeah nobody cares if it's good they don't care about the story they just want to see the action that's what it is (laughs) no i think you're right guy always dies it's true (laughs) or gets some whichever depending on which which one you're watching yeah and sometimes they cross over so i've heard so my (laughs) friend told me Um, but I mean, those, it, these movies that are the slasher horror, even the B and the C movies have inspired other movies that are bigger than themselves. Like some people don't realize that, you know, th- the stories have been told over and over and over right, like right. scream and, you know, uh, the calls coming in inside the house mm-hmm. from inside the house. Oh my gosh, that movie ruined me as well. But yeah. those stories are the same stories that have been told over and over. You won't ever see them get nominated for anything, No, right. but they make more money than any of the films oh, yeah, getting they're nominated. hugely popular. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing that was so good with scream is that it, it was just a really, really smart script and it took all these tropes of horror films and played with them and it let the audience in on the joke, you know, and they would talk about how we're not in a horror movie and, you know, don't do this and don't do that. And there are rules. And it really kind of played with the audience's expectations and mm-hmm. kind of did a little wink, wink, nod, nod, which was, 
kind of where a lot of the comedy came from, too. Well, it was kind of clueless as a horror film. Right. You know, yeah. it, was, mm-hmm. it was all the kids that you wanted. You wanted them to die mm-hmm. and somebody's killing them. And you don't feel bad about it because no. <laughs> you're just watching the movie thinking, yeah. yep, yeah, that's great. <laughs> well, then it inspired, like, it seemed like the 90s was just filled with those teenage horror films because then oh, there's yeah. like, I know what you did last summer. Uh-huh. Yeah. I still know what you did last summer. Yeah. I haven't forgotten that. I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> yeah. I don't think all three of those, but I think the first two are definitely titles. Right. Yeah. And, and then there was like, I don't know, there were just a ton of them that were kind of final destination kind of yep. fits in that yeah. category. Yep. But I mean, how many directors get to say they reinvigorated a genre twice yeah. right? in 84 yeah. and 96. Yeah. That's awesome. Completely turned the world on its head and, and I mean, that's just a phenomenal achievement. And it's interesting because he said he didn't want to be a horror director, but it was the easiest way to make yeah. movies. And then when he started to get popular, he tried to make other films and people just didn't like them. So yeah. he's like, well, I guess I'm a horror director yeah. now. I don't want to see a romance by Wes Craven. I want to see. I do if somebody gets decapitated. <laughs> What is this? This is not what I came for. Oh, you love her? Kill that lady. Um, He did an interesting film, Red Eye. Did you guys see that one? Yeah. Yeah. Red Eye was a little bit weird. Cillian Murphy and um, I can't think of her name. Um, But anyway, that, that one's a really interesting one, being on an airplane. Yeah. Being in this enclosed space. It it really like frustrated me. Really? As a parent. And like not being able to get off the, like you can't go anywhere. You know what I mean? You're stuck. Yeah. That really, it it made me claustrophobic just watching um, the movie. So he did a good job. I I hate flying anyway, so I don't like movies that make (laughs) flying worse. (laughs) The original Twilight Zone was not on your Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, yes. And Brian Cox. I love him. Oh, he's so good. He's on... um, He's on that show on HBO. It's really good right now. That one show with the one guy with the, the face? You know that guy. The guy with the face? Yeah. But what is the show on <laughs> HBO right now? I don't know. Get out your phone, man. Succession. That's the name of it. Succession. Yeah, yeah he's in a Succession. Good one. That's a good one. Um, did you guys, I, I'm pretty sure, Val, you've seen this one, but, um, oh, now, gosh, sorry. I'm having a total brain cramp. The, um, the one with Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Um, <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, seen it. <laughs> Have you seen Cabin in the Woods? I watched him no, work out I've... on Instagram the other day. So, like, yes, I've seen it. Whatever he's done. <laughs> but I feel like Cabin in the Woods was was kind of a successor like, to Scream in a way because it again played with these tropes, and so that they have these teenagers who and there's uh, they go to this cabin in the woods mm-hmm. and they set it up as this stereotypical horror We've film. We've all seen it. And then it turns out that it's behind the scenes playing and it's just yeah. so well done. It's so creative. Yeah. And I love all the different ways that they have that you can die. You can die by hill, hillbilly redneck zombies. <laughs> you can die by unicorn. There was a fish people. I mean, some can good we, stuff. Can we have less horror films with dolls? Oh, because yes. that scares me the most. Those are the why is that? Annabelle. Why, like, Annabelle. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't even watch the trailer. I don't, I am a film critic. I don't go to any of those movies. Mm, yeah. And I have to start if I want to be a serious film critic, but oh my gosh, like I can't dolls deal are, with it. Yeah. Well, it, and yeah, 
And, it, and they've got to be the right kind, right? Even like, in Toy Story 4, it scared me. Yeah, with the dummies. <laughs> oh, my God. They were terrifying. Were scary. The place that I get my tattoos has one of those dolls, and I just feel it staring at me. Yeah. <laughs> However, Chucky never seemed to be overly scary because he was just a little mm. bit over the top as far right. as yeah. that goes. But. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. Like the ones that look like a, a tradition, like a glass oh, porcelain, porcelain doll. Oh, yeah. 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 Flat black like eyes. It. and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm much more of a like I, I enjoy a movie that's like tense the mm-hmm. whole time. Yeah. Like the first time I saw Sixth Sense, I, I yeah. like I was just on edge the whole time. Shutter Island. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. But one. I wasn't necessarily like terrified. Like it, there wasn't anything overly scary or gory necessarily right. in those movies. But I'm just on edge the whole time, mm-hmm. and I like that. Yeah. I like those. feeling. Yeah. Although Sixth Sense, you can only really watch it once. At well, maybe twice I've to kind of see. I watched it a lot, and I still really. enjoy it. Yeah. Because now I like. And I just like to see all the things. You know. Now I'm just paying attention to things. All I the wasn't. things you yeah. missed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you seen Zombieland Double Tap? I sure have. What'd you think? So I went in just knowing that it was going to be exactly what it Uh is. And it's a sequel to Zombieland. And I enjoyed Zombieland. I Mm -hmm. thought it was very funny. I'm not a huge zombie movie lover, but I did like Zombieland. I did like um, uh, I Am Legend. Mm -hmm. And I did Mm -hmm. like um, the Z one with Brad Pitt. World World War War Z. Z. So I liked all three of those. Um, But I went in just not having any expectation of it. And you know what? I enjoyed it. It was like a C plus B minus mm-hmm, movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it had some issues, but Bill Murray is hilarious. <laughs> what they did to bring him back to the film was I ne- heard he so was gonna necessary. Be in it, and I'm like, yes. how are they going to do that? And I love um, Rosario Dawson. Oh, I, she's anything great. you, she's great. if you can put her in whatever and I'll mm-hmm, go watch it. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Um, but no, it was enjoyable. It had some problems. Oh, definitely. But I mean, it was fun. I had a friend who complained that there wasn't enough character development by yeah. the end of the film. And I'm like, it's zombie land. Yeah. I don't know that well, you should go in so, with that expectation. So though. rich that, you know, we review uh-huh. the movies every week is he was disappointed because he's a huge lover of the genre. Mm. And so he had more expectations than I did. And I, well, that's where you were wrong is yeah. you go in with no it expectations. Is what it is, yeah. You gotta, it's, it's kind of like Shaun of the dead. It's not necessarily supposed <laughs> yeah. to be like a serious right. addition yeah. to exactly. Oh, and I like 28 days later. That's a I good like, one. I like that, that one a one's lot. Really good. I think that one is by far one of the best stories that's um Cillian murphy again yeah 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 that but i mean story. it was i laughed i just went i laughed <laughs> yeah. i and i left and i was like that i didn't have to think about anything they had a monster truck oh they had like, so the, the, a candle store like it was it had all <laughs> it was the things the great. girl who played madison is mm-hmm. oh my gosh i wanted to was, punch her in the throat and she was fantastic she was so funny because she plays this dumb blonde and it could yeah. have gone awful and she was right up to that line, yeah, and um, and pulled it off. I thought she was fantastic. Zoe, yeah. Zoe Deutsch, I believe, is yeah, her, she her was name. fantastic because I really want. I if I was in the same room with her, I would have punched her in the throat. <laughs> and I was like, "You're so good at this character," because that's what she was supposed to be. It's mm-hmm. just like super annoying, and she was great. It's funny. Yeah. So yeah, I I definitely think there there are some kind of branch off of horror films that are like that, that I like. Right. Um, but again, I'm not really a big slasher film, but I have respect for what some slasher film directors like Wes Craven have done because they've created these worlds that aren't just one-offs. They're, Mm -hmm. they aren't just, you know, we can make money for this film. So let's just do whatever. Right. Right. Um, 
There's and some I real do skill behind that. his Yes, there, there is, for mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, and to create a character and a story that you can come back and revisit again and again, and it doesn't get yeah. old necessarily. That's and, impressive. And I, I, I wonder if it's frustrating to him because he only did um, no, the first not. Nightmare, and then he did Wes Craven's new Nightmare later. But they had all these sequels in between, and Freddy became more and more campy yeah. and more and more silly and less... Yeah. Scary. And so I'm kind of wondering if that would like that would kind of bother me as a director. Like you took this character that was so cool. Well, and I think that's the hard thing with anybody who makes films or or, you know, is is an artist and creates things. I think about that, like in the comic book world a lot, you create this great character and then you could get it could have a really crummy run in in a comic book or X-Men Dark Phoenix. (laughs) Yeah. But but why do you keep bringing it up, man? It's horror. We're talking about scary. Yeah, I know. Upsetting that movies. was scary in a different way. Just <laughs> but that bad. would be frustrating. Awful. To, and I, I think that's why I could never really be an artist that in my lack of talent. Um, <laughs> but like to create something and you put all that work into it yeah. and you put it out on film or you put it down on paper and then to have that fall into somebody else's hands mm-hmm. and they totally well, go like in a different a, direction with like your vision. It's like when people steal your memes off Facebook. I just want to punch <laughs> them in the throat. At least tag me. At least, yeah, yeah, at least tag me and tell and me. And then like put something decent with it. Like don't just post the meme. Like, <laughs> like say something witty. Don't just throw it out there willy nilly. <laughs> I'm looking for likes and clicks. That's all. That's all I care about. I mean, it's exactly an A horror film or a C horror film. That's what the difference is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be frustrating, I would think, for him. Yeah, I just... He's probably not frustrated about it now. No, no. And I'm sure he's he's, he's, Yeah, he's moved on. (laughs) And I'm sure maybe he is. His bank account was probably fine because he gets residuals off the character. But... um, but no, he he he's just a really interesting guy. He was a very smart, intelligent man, and he didn't do stuff just to shock you. Well, he did at first mm-hmm. in his early films, but his later stuff, there's some real careful thoughts and consideration and craftsmanship in, in those films. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you did have that rash of Freddy, Jason. You actually had Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. Who won was, that fight? I never watched that movie. Uh, I can't remember. I think Jason did, but it's been a long time. I'd have to look that up, but uh, I don't know. Jason, yeah. he's ultimately the audience back. one. So would you <laughs> say is Hannibal one. Lecter Ooh. in the same category as Freddy Krueger? Um, I mean, he takes um, skin off of people he, and he wears he's, it. He d- I he's think, different in that he doesn't really have a supernatural yeah, aspect to him. I would say that's probably the big difference. Like what makes characters like Hannibal Lecter scary is, is there just people that like are psycho? yeah right. exactly whereas freddy krueger like he's there's not monster. really somebody that's going to invade your dreams and kill you that i know of anyway maybe there is but but there's a but supernatural I mean, there's a fear so yeah. take the supernatural out of it like i wouldn't want to be in a room by myself with either one of those oh, people absolutely no absolutely not. not but i think what what makes hannibal lecter for me more frightening would be that you could be in a room with a hannibal lecter yeah and you would never even know. know and mm-hmm. you wouldn't know we could be in a room with one right now. We all start <laughs> looking around at each other. Who is it going to be? Well, they do say one in three people are cannibals. They don't say that. Nobody I was says that. That's not. I was like, what? I made that up. I, made I was that totally up. with you wow. until cannibal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> then you lost. Yeah. Me. But 
you sold it. Like, yeah. yeah, you, you did brought it. For you, a brought it you brought it strong. So I got to give you credit for that. Oh man. Okay. It's not true, people. No, it's absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure that stat is absolutely uh, made up on the spot. If you get a chance, if you do like the Hannibal Lecter character, check out the NBC Hannibal mm-hmm. series. I think it was three seasons. Yeah. Ooh, that was good stuff. Very, very. I'm I'm amazed that that got on network television at times. Like, wow. It's always funny when I look at a show like that. I'm like, oh, it's on network TV. It can't be that bad. They watch you like, nope. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, you got to know a what you're going to on that yeah, one. For sure. Um, but that one's really good. And there's talk that um, the director and showrunner um, is trying to get everybody back. They're trying to secure the rights for Silence of the Lambs until their version of Silence of the Lambs. Oh, interesting. Because they did Red Dragon. They did yeah. um, some of the others. But So that's so kind of their take what there. constitutes a movie as a slasher film? Well, that's a good question. I think it's when I'd almost put like the Terminator almost as a slasher. What about Kill Bill? Yeah. Kill Bill yeah. to me is yeah. very gory. Like I yeah. can't watch that, that film. You definitely could if you're looking at it from the non-bride's perspective. That yeah. could definitely be a slasher film for sure. Because so I, think I think horror and I think slasher was, could be – you could have a horror slasher film. Right. But I think you could also have a slasher film and a horror film. Yeah, so mm-hmm. like I think of like A Quiet Place is probably in the horror genre, but not as a slasher film. Right, right. right. So to me, a slasher is where you're be, being pursued by something that's coming at you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Jaws could almost be in, in that Taken. genre. He's Taken. getting you. That's yeah. true. He is coming after He's you. He's got a certain set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting, I will find you. <laughs> that's an interesting you. take on a slasher film because he's also the protagonist in that. Right. Well, but, and same thing with Kill Bill. Yeah. The bride's the protagonist. But if you look at it from the other point of view, she's just coming and killing everybody on her way up to yeah. the top. I, I also I, – does there need to be some kind of – well, I guess not because Scream would be a slasher film. But it's, there's mm-hmm. not a whole lot of supernatural in it's, that. No, I feel it like it's a slasher a, comedy. Is that yeah. even yeah. a subgroup? Yeah. Like, a slash comedy. I don't think it has to be <laughs> – a slomity. A slomity. I don't know. That's what's messy. But, yeah, that sounds weird. <laughs> but I don't think it has to be a supernatural aspect. That's yeah. almost like a branch off of the super off of the slasher. Mm-hmm. So you have the slasher, then you have the Mike Myers, Jason, yeah. Freddy. That's kind of the supernatural slasher. Yeah. Even though Mike Myers isn't technically. Michael Myers, excuse me, isn't technically supernatural. <laughs> Mike Myers is a little supernatural. He's Canadian. Listen, Mike Myers is a national treasure. Maybe a he's Canadian not even from our treasure. nation. But still, we adopted him. It's fine. Um, would Would Psycho be considered a slasher film? I think it's mm, it's suspense for sure. But yeah, I don't know if I'd put that one in the slasher okay. category. Because it's all kind of self-contained, whereas to me a slasher is more being pursued by something. Okay. In, in my all right thoughts, yeah. Like being pursued by something good or evil? Or right. does it have to be evil? I'd say for slasher, probably evil is trying okay. to kill you. I was going to say, because yeah. there are romantic comedies <laughs> that pursue the shit out of people. Mm-hmm. And they just don't give up. And they should, because it's sad. It's true. It's true. <laughs> like Serendipity could totally be a romantic oh. slasher movie. There's, Just give up, man. There's actually some really... Ten things I hate about you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. There's some really talented people out there who take, like, slasher horror music and lay it over, like, romantic comedies to create that juxtaposition. They're online, and they're, there's, some, there's some good stuff out What's there. What's that um, You, that series You? 
Have you read that book? Uh-huh. That, there's the TV series You, and the guy is like a, a serial killer, but he falls in love with this girl and just stalks her and kills anybody that gets in the way of oh, them wow. being in love with each other. It's totally, the book is way better than the show. The mm-hmm. show is like Fifty Shades, so everybody loves it. Uh, um, okay. I've watched all of it. Um, but it is, <laughs> I like how you just, that whole sentence, how you put it together was just perfect. I mean, it was just great. It was great. Um, but it is like he pursues her and he tortures people that gets in the way of their love. So to me, Twilight could also be a slasher film. He yeah. watches her while she's sleeping. Yeah. yeah. I, I tried to convince my sisters who were younger than me that, one of them particularly was way into Twilight. I said, when a guy's like in your room watching you sleep, that's not romantic. That's unless creepy. You're, unless you're married. <laughs> unless you're married, then it's totally fine. But or like, like together or whatever. Yeah, but or like, it's a doctor and they're making sure you're If he's sneaking into your room and watching you yeah. sleep, that's not romantic. It's, it's, it's kind of creepy. creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if he's a vampire. Like, it's, anyway. <laughs> the, only way, the only yeah. way I made it through Twilight was because of the Rift Tracks comedy troupe that yeah. put out their little dialogue and that's the only way I could get through that uh, movie. And there are people who love Twilight and I, and that's I don't great. It's it. just not, I think yeah. there's a place for it. Yeah. I watched all the movies. I read all the books after my sister freaking made me. It was like three years later and she's like, just read these. So I read all three of that were out at the time in one weekend. Wow. And, I, and then like the new one was coming out and I'm like, okay, you know, yeah. and then Twilight definitely has its place. Yeah, it's for just, sure. In the garbage bin. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I'm trying to like that one. I'm trying to be I mean, diplomatic. There's, Tracy, a, there's, there's an, okay, audience, okay, there's an audience for it. There's there an is, audience there is, for there is, it. But for I'll, sure. I'll tell you why I don't like it. Where's my popcorn? Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan All of, of the vampire mythos. Like I've always yes. been fascinated with vampires. And then she comes along and writes these books. And at first everybody's going, oh, well, she put her own spin on it. And she completely reinvented the genre. She wrote what she thought was true vampire stories. She thought yeah. they sparkled. She thought they could go out in the well, sun. I mean, it's all it's all and fiction it's, because ugh. it's fiction. She wrote fiction. Yeah, yeah but, but what but, was funny is because I read um, all of the Suki grown... Stockhouse novels, right? Okay, and and then Twilight came out, and everybody was like, "Oh, this is all so new." And I'm like, "Wait a second, hold on. All, this almost all of these stories are in here." And then if you go from Suki and you go back to Anne Rice, there, right. but it's all it, it's brain candy is it, what it is. Yeah. So just like it it's is, not meant to be anything else. But there's definitely something there. If you're writing in a genre or you're writing about something particular, and this isn't a writing show, so I don't know how long we're going to stick on this tangent, but <laughs> but like you have to you kind of respect what's going on. Do you what's, though? I think so. Because this is the thing. A whole bunch of kids mm-hmm. that never would have picked up an Anne Rice book did after they read these books. So for me, I like when somebody's inspired by something and it makes them go look at other things that they would not have checked out before. That's why I love entertainment. That's why I love movies. Every movie that's historical fiction is not true. People are not going to like the Harriet movie all Mm -hmm. that well. Just like Midway, some people are going to be pissed off about that movie because it's historical fiction. Okay. But what it's going to do is it right after I watched that movie, what did I do? I went home and Googled. And I learned and because I wanted to know more about somebody I thought I kind of learned about in school a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then I watched the movie and then I went and I wanted to learn more. So Mm -hmm. entertainment 
is just that. It's it's entertainment, but if it's good entertainment, whether you think it's a good or oh, sure. a twelve year old girl thinks it's subjective. good, right. if it inspires you to then go check something out that you never would have touched before, it's done its job. That's a that's a good opinion. argument. I can't. Well done. That is a good argument. We don't need. We, still think we're done trash, with the show. We yeah, don't I, mean, even I mean, on that note. <laughs> Argue. So fight um, me, Tracy. Nope. Fight me. <laughs> and you guys don't have the table between you, so that's it's right. Like, We're right next to each other this time. Um, so Wes Craven films in general, you you haven't seen a lot. Val, what would you give him? Um, oh, him just, as a director, kind of his his body of work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely think I respect him for sure. So I think B. Mm-hmm. You know, because like me, I'm not a huge fan of hor- the horror genre, the slasher genre, but. It intrigues me enough to know more about him. Mm-hmm. Um, in film school, we did learn about how he made a film, like the camera angles of a horror film right. to make you feel like you're vulnerable or mm-hmm. to make you feel like if you're, you know, the on the predator side to make you feel like now you're powerful from their point of view. Right. The coloring of horror films is very different um, from other films. And now more suspense films and more dram- dramatic films are stealing those color formats to make you feel something. So I definitely have huge respect for what he's done, just film in general. So B for yeah. sure. I go B plus A minus somewhere right in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think that's a fair place to put him just because like you, like we talked about, he, he created an iconic character, an iconic story, several in the eighties and then did it again oh, in the nineties. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, to, to be able to go back and do that over and over again is, is impressive. And what he contributed to the genre can't be. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. And a lot of us people that are weird out there feel less weird about ourselves because he's created movies that were like, oh, that's that is messed up. And if it yeah. wasn't for, <laughs> if it wasn't for Alex Craven, we might not have Johnny Depp. Right. That was his. Very yeah, that was his film. first role. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. I think we still would have, but Probably. I mean, but yeah, it's good. Let's give Wes Craven some credit yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was going straight to 21 Jump Street, so yeah. that was just a little stop along the way. Yeah. I mean, I think 21, yeah, anyway. <laughs> hey, I loved that show. Don't even go no, no, there. I, I will fight you. No, I was going to say, I think more people remember that he kind of started in 21 Jump Street than, I mean, I know oh, yeah. Night, Nightmare. But well, he's Street got a was small his, part in Nightmare. Yeah. He doesn't have a big part. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, his breakout role but is But if you go watch it, you'll probably actually hear his voice. If you've never heard his actual voice before, That's go, on, go watch Which Elm Street and you'll hear it for the first yeah. time ever. That's yeah. a good point. Because Which even in 21 weird. Jump Street, he had to pretend to be someone else. And so... Do you think he even knows what his voice sounds like so. anymore? It's like somebody that's been dyeing their hair their whole life. Like, what color, like, is, what my, color yeah. is my hair? I don't <laughs> even know. What does my voice sound like? Do I have an accent? Where Do was I, not I born? Have an Can somebody find my birth certificate so I, don't I even know, know what if I'm, I'm Johnny Depp to sound anymore? Like? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we go, I do think we need to address one more thing. Yes. Did you guys – I know this is a stupid question. I'm not going to ask the first question. I'm going to ask the second question. You have what to did, ask both of them now. Don't do that. No, I was going to – I'll tell you okay. why, but let me okay. ask the second question. Okay. What did you guys think of the new Star Wars trailer? Oh. I really liked it. You know what I think. I mean, I watched it four times. Last night, I fell asleep at like 8.30. I'm not watching football, you guys. Like this isn't <laughs> – I'll, I'll watch it with friends 
at the actual game or like on Super Bowl Sunday. Right. But like, I'm not going to watch football even for Star Wars. Like, it's just not a thing. I fell asleep and then my phone had a reminder on it to wake me up when it was on YouTube. Nice. And I woke up and I watched it seven times. Yeah. I teared up for the first seven times, and then I went back to sleep. Oh, it was and amazing. Oh, gives that line. Oh my oh, yeah. gosh! Come on. Like, the well, line then, that stabs everybody in the hearts delivered by C three. I want to. I want to see the people I love for the last. And I, <laughs> and I and I just I had flashbacks to Iron Man, like in Spider Man. And I just got into a Disney, point. Why do you? Where I could use the word always and not put it in some weird mm, context. Yeah, and then they've nope. got Carrie Fisher saying that yep. now it's ruined now again. it's gone. Yeah, in it's a gone. good way, though. Ruined yeah. in a good I'm way. I'm very, yeah. very, very excited because they did not give away. I feel like I still have no real clue as to what and this movie's about. And we saw Rose. Yes. yes we saw Rose. 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 I was so exciting. excited. I love Rose and I'm glad that she's back. But we have it. no idea how the Emperor's back. We have right. Very little to go off of. We know that there's the yeah. remnants of the second Death Star. Yeah, yeah, which looks, which we saw the, in the first trailer. Right, so. right. But now it's that. even more. Yeah, you know. But in that well, throne room. Yeah, and I'm like, this and I, is, this and is I cool. Love it. And you bring up a great point because I love that it gave us more of what we saw in the first trailer, but still gave us nothing. But didn't give us anything about yeah. the story, so and that's much. pretty awesome. Yeah, because um, so many times the trailers give away all the best parts. Yeah, I just love because C3PO's been one of. There's only a few characters that have been in every single Star Wars film. I think it's just those film. two. Him and, and R2. And Chewie. I thought uh, Chewie was Chewie in all of them. He wasn't in the first two. So yeah. episode one, oh, episode yeah, two, he wasn't. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, he wasn't in the first two. So yeah, those yeah. two characters are really, and there, and he gets like, so far, the best line. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that he finally <laughs> has his moment. And it's the same guy, the same actor, right? Mm-hmm. That's in Anthony it. Daniels. So, yeah. Yep. So yeah. it's amazing. I just, I like that he finally has a moment other than, you know, he has some great moments in the films. Oh, yeah. But he's but, always been the stuffy up Yeah. And this, yeah. like, if he's getting emotional, I mean, I can't even, I can't even. Like, yeah. I'm going to be, whoever goes with me to see this film is going to have to deal with it. Like, I don't even. I'm so excited. Yeah. And also so. We're all going to go see it together, right? right. Oh, we have to. Totally, yeah. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm excited and I'm also dreading. Yeah. The, because it's going to be the end of the that, saga. That's the first yeah. movie I ever saw in the theater. Yeah. was yeah. the original Star Wars A New Hope. So it's my whole life. I've been involved in life flashing Wars. before your eyes. <laughs> pew, pew. If I wasn't already having a midlife crisis, I am now. <laughs> Thanks a lot, George Lucas, Dick. The question I was going to the question I was going to ask a first, I didn't ask. Just is, agreed with me. Did you see the new Star Wars trailer? And that's why I decided uh, not to ask that. Just gotcha. so, anyway, yeah. so, so I I actually I like football, but that game was awful last night. Yeah, and I just kept watching because I'm like, I want to see this on the biggest screen that I have in my house. I don't want to see it on my little phone. Right. But I mean, YouTube's on most people's TVs now. So that's yeah. what I did. I, and I, I got a little tweet alert cause like a couple yeah. days before star Wars said, Hey, like this yeah. if you want. So they tweeted at me and, and said it like, was ready. And so yeah. then I watched it. Probably, I watched it on my phone, my computer, my TV, yeah, exactly. my phone, my I computer, my, my TV. Like, and I watched it on their TV. Called in my kids one at a time. You guys want to watch the this last trailer that came out. I was at the airport. Uh-huh. And I, I remember that. watched it on yes. my phone, right, right. and then yeah. I'm looking around like, why isn't why anybody is nobody else, else watching this? <laughs> this should be the only thing I'm going to be at the airport right again now. in two days. Like it's almost like a deja vu <laughs> thing. But um, and crossing our fingers, we might be giving away some tickets to see Star Wars. Um, and so stay tuned to our Facebook page and Instagram for that. Um, I'm going to try and work my magic and get us uh, some giveaways. So. That'd be awesome. Nice. 
Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, you can find us anywhere where you listen to podcasts. You can find us anywhere on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can send us feedback uh, at, to podcast at movies that And thanks for listening. And we won't see it in the movies. I got nothing to sing. Yeah. There's not really anything. Uh, not a real memorable. No. Nope. You want to hear the most annoying sound ever? <laughs> Just-